Welcome to the Planner Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Vianna Ortiz, your planning and business coach and strategist. This podcast was created to give you practical and actionable strategies for planning, while paired with conversations about hot topics, tough topics, interviews with business owners and influencers, as well as tips on business and following your passion. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Planner Talk Podcast. I am super excited that you're here. In this episode, I get to talk with an amazing guest. Her name is Chloe, and she is honestly such a great person to talk to, not only about the stuff that we're talking about today, but just in general. She's very insightful. I very much enjoyed our conversation, and I hope you do too. A couple of things that we really wanted to talk about was you know, in-person meetups and workshops and what those look like now, um, especially as we are kind of living normally again after the pandemic. And then as both of us are, because both of us are content creators, we do talk a lot about how to avoid burnout as a content creator. And honestly, if you're on social media in any capacity, you are also a content creator. But we also talk about social media in general and how we feel about social media, how we feel about you know, how it makes us feel in return. And I think it's just a really great episode to listen to if you've been feeling like you're um, kind of overwhelmed with social media or maybe not. Maybe you're just wanting a perspective on what how other people feel about social media these days. We talk a lot about that as well. And so again, I really enjoyed our chat. I hope that you do too. And without further ado, let's just jump into the episode. So I'm here with Chloe, and I want to take a second to just let her kind of introduce herself, tell us where she can be found, and um, a little bit more about her before we get started. So, um, hey, Chloe, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I can't wait for our talk. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. I'm Chloe. You can find me at Chloe Tree Plans on, you know, all the socials, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. Awesome. Awesome. So how long have you been in the planet community or like, when did you find it and how did you find it? I always love knowing this, you know, from people that I talk to. Yeah. So like many others, I have always been a planner girl. I used to get really excited about getting new planners at school. And one year, um, my middle school, they put our names on all of our planners, which was like super fancy. Um, and I was really geeked about it, like excited. Um, so I've always been like in the planners and stationery and books and things since uh, I was a little, little girl. Um, but in 2016, I was planning my wedding nice. and um, me and my husband were planning it. And then I also realized that I was kind of struggling after graduating from college with just keeping like a good, good records, good plans. Like I was really struggling with just trying to use my phone. So I went ahead and bought a mini binder. I don't know if you remember that era. Yes. But I bought a mini binder. <laughs> I bought a mini binder from Target. And it was the worst. Like, the pages were really thin. They kept ripping out of the binder because there weren't any reinforcements on the holes. It was literally a mess. But I had so much fun with the stickers and the washi tape. And it was the first time that I used all these different accessories. And so one day I was looking for planner stickers and things like that in Michael's. And I ran across the Happy Planner. And I was like, oh, this is a nice planner. But I told myself I was going to use the mini binder for a full year. And so I was like contemplating, you know, it was $30, which to me at the time was like a whole lot of money for a planner. Mm -hmm. But I said, you know, this seems like it's going to be a better fit for me. It has all these different boxes. I'll be able to kind of section off my different um, tasks that I have between the wedding and my personal tasks. And so I was like, I need some separation in my life. I'm going to go ahead and get this happy planner. So I got a vertical happy planner and I used it. This is the, this is the killer. I used it for 18 months straight. Wow. No diversion. I used it for, because in my head I was like, this $30 planner is so expensive. I'm going to use it every day. And so that is kind of the beginning. And of course, after using stickers and finding those things in Michael's, I wanted to share with others. So I went on Instagram and I started posting planner pictures and using planner hashtags. And I'd had a, a fashion blog a little bit before that. So I was familiar with creating content and posting. Um, and so that is kind of how I found the planner community. Wow. 18 months. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I still have it because it's like my biggest accomplishment. I'm like, yeah. forget the degree, you know, forget everything <laughs> else. Like I use this planner for 18 months straight. Like I'm keeping that. I love that. Yeah, I had a, I wouldn't say it was like a Martha Stewart binder or something too. And I'm just like thinking of all the planners that I had. I'm like, what was that? 
sometimes. Yes, that Martha Stewart collection. I remember that too. I remember getting one of like some of the Martha Stewart accessories and the punch for your planner and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we're all in the same in the same boat. Oh my yes. goodness, love that. No, that's a really interesting story. I also planned my wedding too, so I totally get that. Without the planner, I think I would have needed an actual planner person, which I didn't. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I yes, think us need. as planner people were like, yes, we can plan the whole thing on our own. And I'm glad I did, but it was a little bit a lot. So it is a lot. It is a lot. I say imagine having a dinner party for, you know, two hundred or however many of mm-hmm. your closest friends at like just imagine that part alone. And not even yeah. taking into consideration all of the traditions you might want to bring out or um, the wardrobe, you know what I mean? Like not even yeah. taking that into consideration, like just thinking about planning a dinner for 200 of your closest friends is insane. <laughs> it really is. It really is. But it was fun. Would I do it again? I don't know. <laughs> I say um, that all the time. I'm like, no anniversary party for me. I'm okay. No. We'll go on a trip. We'll go on vacation. Like it's fine. Yes. Burnt out from that still. <laughs> um. So, okay. So, so one thing that we really wanted to talk about in this episode is the idea of like in-person meetups and workshops. And I see that you do, first of all, let me back up like two seconds. You have a a um, line of like merch and things like that called Dream Plan Hustle. I absolutely love it. I want to know more about kind of like the backstory of that. There's so much we can talk about because I feel like you have such a well-rounded like social media presence and everything. But I wanted to hone in on that because we can then later talk about like kind of what you're doing in person and like the, the meaning behind, you know, all of that and your brand. Yes. So for dream plan hustle, I came up with it because I really wanted to take the word hustle back from hustle culture. Um, Yes. So in 2023, right. We're talking more about self-care and wellness and how not to burn ourselves out. And so the word hustle has kind of gotten like taken and ripped apart and been like, don't use that word. We hate that word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that. that I think that when we take that word out, we we are also taking out the fact that everything we do is kind of a hustle, right? Like you getting up, taking your kids to school, coming back, recording podcasts, working, whatever it is you have going on. You could be doing laundry. I don't know. Every these mm-hmm. mundane things require a little bit of hustle. They just do, and yeah. I think that it's okay to call, you know, say that's, that's part of the hustle, right? That's part of the everyday grind is getting some of these things done. And no matter how much we want to implement Mm self-care, no matter how much we want to implement self-care and, you know, make sure we take care of ourselves, there's still a little bit of hustle in the day, the day-to-day things in life. And so that is why I want to take that word back and try to destigmatize it. And, um, dream plan hustle was created because of that. And I really enjoy creating merch. Um, one thing I noticed in the planner community is that everything is very colorful when it comes to, you know, planner merch and t-shirts, it's like rainbow and pastels and all this great stuff. And I liked a little bit of a more minimalistic style. And so my first thing was like, we're going to do black, white, and gray. That's it. Don't ask me for any other colors. That (laughs) is it. And so then from that, you know, I have, you know, integrated a little more color. I do a pink shirt um, for breast cancer awareness. Yes. And so then some of the proceeds go to breast cancer research, right? So mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, I'm a little flexible, but I do keep the colors very minimal most of the time. And that was my vision for Dream Plan Hustle merch. And so from there, um, mm-hmm. I started thinking about, you know, what I wanted Dream Plan Hustle to be and how I wanted it to to broaden um, and, and be more of a, a community more of a community feel and so that is where the dream plan hustle workshop came to be (laughs) and it was at first virtual because things were still a little iffy with meeting in person at that time and it was great I did a a goal-setting workshop and folks really enjoyed it on zoom Mm -hmm. and then from there once things opened back up fully I decided to have a brunch in person in Chicago Illinois Nice. Oh my goodness. I love that. Now I'm going to comment a little bit on your hustle um, kind of a commentary because I'm one of those people who has bought into hustle being kind of a negative stereotype. But as you were explaining it, 
it was kind of like giving me the vibe of give yourself credit for the hard work that you're doing on a day-to-day basis because it is you know if we go back to where hustle kind of came from it's just essentially like putting in a, like that hard work um to kind of achieve not necessarily even achieve anything which is putting in that hard work and like yes every day I get up take my daughter to school come home pick her up take her to dance like even if it was just that, like I'm putting in that hard work, you know, as a mom. And um, I think it's just giving yourself that recognition without it having to be like, oh, you're just kind of like working to the bone. I think that that's not necessarily what we need to put, you know, um, a definition as when it comes to hustle. And I just love that. Like, I hope that more people can kind of see it that way, because I absolutely love that, like definition, it gives you like, yeah, I'm hustling every day. But like, I'm working hard every day that makes sense. Absolutely. Like give yourself credit. You deserve that recognition, that credit. Like you're working hard, even if you're doing what we consider quote unquote, the bare minimum, right? Like the bare, let's say the bare minimum is taking care of your family, taking care of yourself and going to work. That is a lot. (laughs) That is a whole lot. Right. And so I think that it's okay to say like, I'm hustling. I I got up this morning. I took care of myself. I made myself food. Making yourself three meals a day, that's a hustle. I I don't care what anybody says. Like (laughs) meal planning is a hustle. Meal prep alone, if we just take feeding yourself by itself or feeding your family, that is a hustle. And we have to give ourselves credit. Yes. Okay. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. So when we're talking about like these workshops and things like that, to kind of get into a little bit what that looks like, I think back in back in the day, I swear I've been saying back in the day so much lately. <laughs> and my, my daughter's like, what is back in the day? I'm She's like, like what day? What day is that? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, never mind, it's fine. Um, but, you know, the, we used to have these meetups that were just, you know, you come and you, you meet up, literally, you just meet up to the people who are local to you and, and you chat planners and stuff. And sometimes you plan, most times you... You don't plan that much, but you chat and you just hang out as human beings. And um, because of COVID, that's really, like you said, has been pushed under the rug and people are like not sure how to get that started again because it was such like a a thing to do in the past. And now um, we're having a hard time kind of getting back <laughs> back into that. But I love that you started this and I kind of want to tell the listeners what you do there. Like they're probably like, okay. This sounds great, but what I go when I go, what would I do there? You know. Yes. So what I love about planner meetups is that they can be really small. They can be huge with thousands of people. There are so many different types of planner meetups, and so it's really all about the people behind the planners. And so my first planner meetup was actually out of Michaels, and mm-hmm. when I went to the Michaels, they had like a little craft where you make like a little paper clip. You know, the paper clips with the little yeah. ribbons on them and things like that. It's always it's an easy craft. It was a free class. And I'm like, why not? I'll check it out. So I go. And while I was there, I met some ladies who were from Northwest Indiana. And they were like, hey, we actually have planner meetups periodically throughout the year in Northwest Indiana. You know, it's only about 20 more minutes of a drive. We'd love to have you. Please join our Facebook group. And I'm like, absolutely. I joined the Facebook group and I go and I didn't know what to expect, but I knew these people love planners just as much as I do. And it's not every day that I get to be around people that are into the same niche as I am. Right. And so I went to this event and it was so cool. We we get there, everyone's smiling, everyone's excited to be there. They had, um, you know, snacks, hors d'oeuvres, that kind of thing. And then they also had giveaways, which I thought was like really interesting. I was like, wait, I get giveaways just for coming, right? (laughs) All of these smaller planner brands and um, planner personalities, I guess you can say, they sent giveaways. And so you got like, you know, a raffle ticket and so you could win a giveaway. Um, They also had, you know, opportunities for us to introduce ourselves to each other. We kind of like swap tables and things like that. Of course, they had a D-stash table. Mm-hmm. which is where you bring all of those planner goodies that you know deep down in your heart you are not going to use and you allow someone else <laughs> yes. to appreciate them and use them. And so I really enjoyed that part because I'm like, oh, I have plenty of things I could bring here. And if someone else can really enjoy it, it'll be totally worth it to, to bring that. And so um, the D-stash table, I would say, is a planner staple. And so, you know, it's great for someone who's just starting out and they don't know what what their planning style is. You can try new things for free from the D-stash table. 
if you would like to purge and get rid of some things and declutter, you can do that too. And then, of course, the giveaways are fun part because you can learn about brands that you've never used before. That's something that worked for me. I won a, a bundle from a company that I'd never, I'd never used any of their products. And so I was able to kind of try them out through the giveaway. And then, of course, meeting people and learning their styles. I know in the planner community, a lot of the things that we use are only available online. So how do you flip yeah. through a planner and know if you like it, if you can't see it, <laughs> you know? And right. so that's why we rely so heavily on YouTube videos and things. But at these planner meetups, planner people are excited to show their planners off. I mean, yeah. it's what we do, right? So yeah. it's like, hey, can I see your planner? I've never used a softbound planner before. Can I check that out? Oh, you have a Hobonichi planner. I've never seen that in person. Can I please feel the paper and, and feel your planner and check it out? Mm -hmm. um, and then another little quirky thing we do is a planner stack which is where we take all the planners in the place and we stack them all up and we take a photo of them. And it's just a cute little thing where it's like, where else do you experience this besides right. the planner meetup? Probably nowhere. Um, and it's like one of those things where it's like, that sounds weird. I love it. I'm in. Like, yeah. That's a little interesting. Like put my planner on there. I love this idea. So yeah, those are some of the staples I would say. And of course, you know, taking fun photos and things like that um, is a part of that a part of really any gathering or meetup. And um, some of these gatherings have themes, which my theme was brunch for my planner meetup. And it will probably be brunch again this year, but we might do something special with colors or themes. Um, and then folks have different, different themes. So, right. If you're in yeah. Texas, everybody might be wearing cowboy boots, like, you know, something yeah. fun like that. Um, and so we have all these different themes and um, things that really just come together at these planner meetups. And we talk a lot about planners, but we also talk a lot about life because that's what we're using our planners for, right? We're using yeah. our planners to plan our lives. And so it's very on topic, on brand for us to be talking about what works for us in our lifestyles. Oh my God. Yeah. You totally just like wrap that up and nailed it. That's exactly what a planner meetup is. And it's just, it's just so interesting seeing somebody else's planner and like holding it. It's like an interesting experience to just like, I don't know, if the first time I ever saw somebody else's planner in person, I was like, oh my goodness, like, this is fun. Like, let me hold it. And can I flip through it? I always felt like I was flipping through someone's diary. I'm like, wait, yes, flip through it. <laughs> and, you know, most people, of course, some may, you know, be a little bit more private, but yeah. I'm always like, yes, please flip through. Like, right. when, when else does somebody ask me, can I please flip through your planner? Like, right. <laughs> it's just like such a unique experience. So true. Yeah. So your specific um, workshop and brunch is held in Chicago because you're from Chicago, right? Correct. Okay. And do you find that there's a lot of planner people? In, I feel like there's a lot of planner people in Chicago. Yes. I'm also going to shout out there's a Chicago planner conference um, nice. in Chicago as well, which is what I love about the planner community. Like, there's no competition. I'm like, shout out to the Chicago Planner Conference. Love that. Shout yeah. out to these other conferences. You know what I mean? Like, we really do all win in this space, and I love that for us. Um, yeah. But yes, there are other conferences here too. So there is quite a you know a, a, a following, I guess you could say, with with planners um, in Chicago. Um, right. I wouldn't say it's the biggest city for planner people. Yeah. Um, we do also have a lot of folks who come from outside of the city, from Southern Illinois, from more up north, from Wisconsin, from surrounding states and suburbs that come into the city for these events, which I think is really cool um, that they're willing to travel and they come out. So, but we do have quite a few. My brunch had 60. Nice. I wanted to keep it small for my first time. Um. We talk about avoiding burnout, right? I knew that any more than that was going to be um, a really big task. So I wanted to keep things small. And so we did have 60 at my event, but there are planner events that happen in Chicago that are even bigger. Yeah, that's almost well, 60 is a great turnout. That's that's amazing. Feels like a nice little number. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It felt like, you know, I still felt like I didn't get to speak to everyone, right? Yeah. With that many people. Um, so I'm I'm really happy with the turnout. Yeah, that's amazing. So for people that are wanting to like meet up in person and, and have meetups, I know that Facebook is probably the best place. Like there's different um, locations. Ugh, I'm trying to say the right word. There's different areas of, you know, the United States, or even if you're international, I'm not sure about that, but there's groups and you can get in those groups and you can find out when they're meeting up. Like I remember there was a smaller group of maybe like four or five people that I ended up finding one time and they met up at Panera and 
So whatever you want to do, head to Facebook, right? And then just kind of search for those groups or find a creator, you know, like Chloe that does these things and um, try to connect that way. What would you say is the best way? Yeah, I think you really um, hit the nail on the head with Facebook. Um, even if you're not a Facebook person, but you have like a, you know, what I call a burner account, like you have yeah. an account <laughs> that you really don't use like that, um, log back into that that account and try to find, you know, some type of planner people um, on there. And so some keywords I would say is like for me living in Chicago, I would type in Chicago planner meetup, um, yeah. planner meetups in Illinois, right? Just checking out all those different keywords to kind of, you know, as if you're a millennial, you, you're a professional Googler. So yeah. try different <laughs> keywords <laughs> and, you sure. know, come up with different phrases to try to get, you know, what you're looking for. And then another way is checking out, you know, different meetups. So like, for example, I still follow like some of the Florida meetups because mm-hmm. if I can get a quick, you know, $60 flight to Florida, which I've done before, mm-hmm. I'll go to a meetup in another state. Like I don't have an issue with that, but for those of us who might be a little bit more introverted, you know, start yeah. small. Start with something that's a little smaller. My first meetup, there was like six of us and it was great. Like it was really, you know, a very memorable, fun experience. We've done coffee shops, like you said, Panera. Yeah. And this is something I recommend for those of you who really want to do this, but don't know where to start. And you, you feel like you really want this. I would say, go ahead and post in a group and say, Hey, if it's allowed, right? Yeah. Is anyone interested in meeting up in this air in such and such area at a Starbucks for a quick planner session? You'll be surprised about who responds. And even if nobody is able to respond and say they want to come, people will tell you, oh, girl, I'm not available. But go check out this group because they do stuff all the time in your area. (laughs) So people will point you in the right direction. So put yourself out there or even say, you know, I'm looking for a meetup in this area in a certain Facebook group, people will say where they're from. If they're familiar with the area, they will let you know. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. And um, again, if you're, don't be shy because planner people are like the best people that you can meet up they with. They really are. <laughs> they're so kind. They will take you in. You will come yeah. and they will be like, we got you. Like they are so kind. And that's what I love about the planner community is I've never felt uncomfortable at a planner event. I just haven't. And I've been to so many work events where I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, in so many different social gatherings where I felt so anxious, but not yeah. at a planner event. It's something about the community that really just like embraces you. No, I agree. Um, so that's amazing. And and speaking of, you know, planner conferences, I'm planning on having like an entire Go Wild series. However, I wanted to know from your point of view, um, about Go Wild, because Go Wild is the biggest, I suppose, you know, planner conference um, for planner people. (laughs) Yes. And um, without going too much into it, it's essentially just like a huge planner conference where there's speakers and, you know, there's swag and there's parties and and workshops and just, just so many things. They do such a great job. How many have you been to or is it your first, are you going to this one as your first time? What is, how's that been? So I went in 2022. For the first time in Anaheim, California, and I'll be going again in D.C. in just a few weeks here. I know. It's just a few weeks away. I was so excited to go and then found out I would be in my third trimester (laughs) of pregnancy. And I was like, guess I'm not going this year either. So, and I don't even remember why I didn't go last year. I'm literally in Southern California. um, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Have you been before? I have. I've been. I went to the New Orleans one. I think that was the first one. Okay. Uh, that was so much fun. I just, I just love traveling though, and so like New Orleans was just like amazing. Yes. <laughs> I love. I love New Orleans. I love it. Oh, I'm saying it wrong. New Orleans. I always say New Orleans because I think it just depends on where you're from. Honestly, I think. <laughs> okay. say it. I do. I think it just depends on where you're from. I can't. I, I can't stop saying that that way um but it was it was for me it was such a great time they've definitely elevated in some way or another since then um I think the funnest thing we did that day or that conference was we did like a I want to say it was like a scavenger hunt or like some type of thing where we went into the city and we had to do these different challenges and like take pictures of it in order to win a prize and it was just a really fun way to like be in the city because it was all kind of in that small quarters and do things so there's just I mean it was just so much fun and 
Um, how, what did you think about the one in Anaheim? Because I'm sad that I missed that too. <laughs> yeah, I think because it was my first one, I didn't have really any expectations. And I think that's a good thing because um, I believe that some people were saying that it was just a lot different than in the past with the, the mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, yeah. And so I think it, I, I had a great time. Like, I don't have yeah. any regrets. I thought it was a great time. I had fun with my planner peeps, some that I'd met before and some that I hadn't met before, mm-hmm. made some really fun new connections. And that was like big for me, especially with me being in this niche and having business in this niche. It was really important to me to make genuine connections while I was there. And then also me being an affiliate for various different planner companies. It was nice to be able to meet the folks that I'd been, um, you know, talking to via email and on Instagram. It was really nice to be able to like put faces to names and get to know people in person. So it was great. I had a great time. Um, I had the opportunity to meet Jesse from Etta V, which was amazing to me because she's an mm-hmm. artist that I've been following for quite some time. And yes. she did a collaboration with Erin Condren. It was really cool being able to meet her and so many other planner friends. And so I really enjoyed that and being able to make those connections, meet people. And we just had a great time. Like I just had fun yeah. and it was nice to be able to go and just like focus on having a good time. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and it's really, it's a, it's like a long not like a long weekend, but technically, yeah, I guess it's a long weekend. So it's nice to just kind of like not have anything else to do and just be there and just have fun and just plan out that time where you can just have fun, literally. <laughs> like yeah. It's like a break from life. <laughs> and I think that last year I was a little overwhelmed because it was my first, it wasn't my first trip in the pandemic, but yeah. it was my first event of this size and magnitude. And so I was a little bit overwhelmed at some moments. Um, But I just really took the time to, to, you know, go back to the hotel room by myself, spend a little time there, you know, lay down for a couple minutes, like just take a a few minutes to breathe. And I think that's okay. Like you are not glued to your seat in this auditorium. You really can walk away, come back, do what you need to do to take care of yourself, feed yourself. I mean, I know that's something that people were saying, oh, just grab snacks. I'm like, I disagree. I think that for that many days, you need actual nourishment. I'm not saying don't bring snacks. I'm just saying, you know, I need a vegetable. I need some fruit. Like (laughs) me personally, I need to be hydrated. Like I'm not going to run on fumes. I'm going to nourish myself. I'm going to take care of myself. So would that, that's so good. Would that be kind of like one of your main tips is just kind of you know, taking time to relax and kind of unplug for a little bit in between just so that you can feel charged up for all the stuff that's going on? Absolutely. Um, I know for me, you know, I have certain days that I'll have more time for that and certain days that I won't <laughs> just because I have so many things planned that day. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm my plan is to start a little early so that when it's time for me to break in between things, like, I'm not feeling like I'm missing out on anything. Um, And so that's that's my plan this time around. And I also will, again, be keeping things on me. So I will have, I'll be that person. I'll be a bag lady. I don't care. I'm going to have water. I'm going to have coffee. I'm going to have snacks. I'm going to have fruit. Like, I'm going to make sure I have things with me because it is a little inconvenient to, like, keep going back and forth to your room. But if you have some things on you and then also planning out meals, like, put an alarm in your phone. Like I need to eat at this time, especially if you're someone with different health challenges, I would say, you know, make sure you're doing that. Like for me, I have different health challenges and it's like, I need to eat. I need to take my medication at this time. I need to eat at this time. And so it's easy to kind of forget those things when you're like so excited. So I will have alarms in my phone (laughs) to remind me that I need to eat, that I need to take my vitamins, medicine, all that good stuff. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah, you can totally get just swept up. And then you're like, Oh, my God, I haven't ate all day. That's why I'm like, have a headache and I'm exhausted. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, yeah. yeah, it happens. And it happened to me last year with water. I just did uh-huh. not have enough water on me. And so at the end of the trip, I just felt a little dehydrated. I felt like yeah. my skin was dry. Like, and that was just all on me just for getting the drink enough water so yeah. um this year I'm like I'm fixing that I'm bringing my flask I'm bring, you know my hydro flask or whatever I'm bringing that um to make sure I have enough water on me at all times and to make sure that I'm I'm taking care of myself so good I love those tips and speaking of taking care of yourself as we kind of like transition transition over into more of a talk on like being a content creator and being on social media we kind of chatted about this for like two seconds before <laughs> before the episode and I was I was extremely like interested because I have this problem as well. And it's the problem of kind of like avoid, avoiding burnout as a content creator. 
Um, as yes. I scroll through your Instagram, you are very active, which I love. I love all the content that you have. You're you're definitely sharing a lot about your planner, but also about you and also about your, you know, your business. And it's super inspiring. And I bet people would wonder, okay, like how do you do this? But how do you also take care of yourself at the same time? Because I find myself burning out like I can go hard for a week and then like the next week my brain is like, you need to stop thinking. I'm gonna shut you down. <laughs> Completely. Yes. You're done. <laughs> and then it's hard to kind of like get back into it. So I want to know some tips that you have and like your experience with avoiding burnout as a content creator. Yes. I appreciate that you enjoy my content. Yeah. Full transparency. I have not figured it all out yet. Um I'm right. still learning as I go. And Something that I found is that, you know, the internet will take as much as you give them. I mean, it's it's a like bottomless pit of information, mm-hmm. right? Like the, it's always, and it's, when you see other people's content and you see, you know, all the different things that are happening, you want to participate. You want to share your own planner or your own lifestyle tips or whatever it is that you do in your, in your social media platform. Um, but I found that, the internet, like I said, it'll take as much as you give it. So like there's, it's like limits, you know what I mean? It's not like, Oh, you can only post three times a day. It's like, no, we will. Instagram is like, we will take as much of your time as you let us. (laughs) You want to be on here for 10 hours a day? We will let you, you know? And so you have to set your own limits because at the end of the day, these platforms are businesses. It is their job to keep you wired, to keep you tapped in, to keep you on social media, whether you are creating content or just consuming content. They want you to be on that platform. And that is what it's been built on. And that is why we say things about like the algorithm and how to be seen more. It's all about keeping you on the app as much as possible so they can run ads so they can, you know, yeah. so they can use your content to keep other people on the app to run ads. And and that's what it's all about. And so when you think about it that way, it can be a little bit easier, I think, to be balanced with social media. When you mm-hmm. remember that their their job is to keep you on the Internet. <laughs> that's their that's job. Good perspective. Yeah, because, you, you know, they make you. Well, they can't make you feel anything, I guess. But it can make you feel like you you know, you're either behind or you're not doing enough or whatever it is because they're pushing, they're constantly pushing content at you. And yes. if you're not creating, but you are a creator, you know, you want to be a creator, you aspire, you like, you are a creator. Um, it can be a little bit intimidating and you're like, oh, well, I should get my, you know, get my stuff up too, you know, but yes. they just, they're just pushing you. They're giving you like these reels bonuses. I don't know if you know about like those yes. reels bonuses. They're like, okay, I'm going to give you 21 days. If you guys don't know. And <laughs> yeah. for certain creators, if you qualify, they're going to give you 21 days for you to get like this $1,200 bonus um, by yes. posting reels. And you're just like, oh, well, I have to, you know, I have to do this because it's an opportunity or whatever, but it's their way. Like you said, of, of the, you know, forwarding their business, which is interesting to think of it that way, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, people, internet, right, is like instant. Like, that's why I think that's why it's called Instagram, right? It feels instant because you're consuming it instantly, but that's not what it takes to create it. There's a lot of steps that go behind content creation. And it takes a lot of not only, you know, like physical, you know, maneuvering and doing things, but also, like you said, your mental capacity oh, is mental, being filled. Yes. Absolutely. And and then the part of like, does anybody like my content? Oh, is God. anyone interacting yes. with my content? <laughs> Do people like it? Right? And and it can make you question who like who you are. It it really is yeah, deep. Yeah. Like people say, like, oh, it's just social. It's not just social media. This yeah. is how many businesses operate. This is how many people feed their family. This is, it's like the same emphasis people put on work. This is the same as people put on social media now because it is work for some people. And I think that, you know, knowing that it is something that really can't affect you, it's okay to like acknowledge that. Like it does affect me. I do care about keeping up with my platform. It's okay to acknowledge those things and still say, however, I'm only me. I'm only human and I can't spend all my time on here. (laughs) I can't. So one thing I would recommend, like a specific thing is setting timers on your social media. I know 
um, we can just bypass it if we want to, but like really trying to consciously stick to it. That's something I do. Like I'll even tell some of my friends who like send me DMs, like, Hey, text me because I'm getting off social media now. Yeah. Um, and so that's one way to kind of monitor the amount of time spent. And then like, for me, I try to make a rule on TikTok that before I can scroll TikTok, I must post something. Okay. Just to kind of balance out, because it's like if I'm spending time on here anyway, I might as well post content. That's how I feel. Um, And it can be simple. People like seeing simple things on TikTok, Mm -hmm. and that (laughs) takes Mm -hmm. some of the pressure off. They love authenticity. They love seeing things. So, like one day I got on there, I was like, "Hey, y'all, this is my pen collection. Like, look at it. Look how many pens I have." (laughs) (laughs) They loved it. Like immediately, a hundred likes. Like, oh, okay. Like I didn't have to do anything but say, "Like, hey, these are how I have my pens sitting on my desk. Do y'all like it?" And they're like, "Yeah, we love it." So, (laughs) you know, just simplifying your content, if you're finding it that it's difficult to, um, if you're finding it really hard to come up with like a volume of content, I guess, like just simplifying it and and not overthinking it. Anything can be content, but try not to overthink it. I mean, create coming up with this like super created content is really going to be a thing of the past, like curated, I should Mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. Content, I think is it's fading out. It's fading out. Like these picture perfect things we have on Instagram. I mean, I love them, right? I love a good picture perfect family photo. Like I'm into it, but it's (laughs) fading out. And it's not the, it's not the wave on TikTok. People don't really want to see that. They want to see the behind the, behind the scenes, the raw deal. And so try not to overthink the content, I think is a part of not burning out. Right. Because when we overthink and we just like sit there and try to figure out, well, I think I'm going to like this. What can I do that people will like? What are the trending sounds? I got to use the right hashtag. It's just so overwhelming. And for a post that, you know, maybe a lot of people will see it, but maybe they won't. And, right. you know, if you're going to be disappointed, if not a lot of people see it, then you got to kind of get to the root of like, well, why am I posting? And so for me, my why for posting on social media is really connecting with the community. and. um you know, sharing what works for me. And if if 100 people see it, great. Um, if 200 people see it, great. But if only 15 see it, which is the case these days, yeah. I'm okay with that too. And um, also remembering that if you have a large social media pro- platform and you've been posting a long time, nothing wrong with a good repost. I posted a picture right. of a, a tote that I have, just a tote. It got like, I don't know, 50 likes. I reposted yeah. it last week or two weeks ago. 280 likes yeah sometimes it's just about like timing you know maybe not enough maybe not that many people posted that day maybe I posted at a different time right yeah so try not to overthink it and just like posting um I know that sounds it's just that like don't overthink it but truly that's the advice I have is like try not to think too hard about it because you will literally drive yourself crazy trying to figure out the algorithm Oh my God. Yes. Such, these are such great nuggets. I hope the listeners are like taking notes (laughs) because it's so true. Everything that you said is so insightful and it's hard to do, but I think if you practice that mindset, I think it's so helpful because man, we can put so much, so much of our self-worth into, you know, the results or, or whatever that we get on social media. Um, and it's hard not to do that. Like I can say absolutely personally like being fully transparent like there's times where I'm like man I've been working really hard on my social media but like I don't know what it got like a few likes and then I'm like thinking okay it's just social media like it's fine it has nothing to do with you as a person like let's take a step back because it's so hard to you know to not make it personal like <laughs> like it's like it's against you it's not against you yes it was you personally like unless they do but I mean like on social media you don't really know from like a five second video that person you never met them most likely in person and so don't take it so personally and be like oh my self-worth you know absolutely but it it happens it's like if you don't like this picture you don't you don't like me yeah (laughs) you know what I mean that's how it feels like you don't like me and it's like it's not that it's really not it's It's not people do not they don't know you personally most of them and even if they do they might have just not seen it you know like it's not it's really not personal um and so I try to remember that I, I try to remember that especially like with me being someone who does look at social media and scroll I'm like yeah. Chloe, you could be scrolling for a couple minutes and not even like stuff Thank or like you. not even see Thank stuff. Like I, I have friends and I'm like, let me go on their profile and like, like everything. Cause I haven't seen them on my timeline and it's not personal, but I just haven't seen it. And let me go like all their stuff. Like 
Well, yeah, it happens. I think we're getting into like this era where we don't even, maybe it's just me, like things like we like them, but we don't take the time to like it. Because I know when I'm on TikTok, I swear I've had my TikTok thing for my, my, you know, whatever, my app for a long time. And I never really liked anything until I realized I really want to change my algorithm because I don't like the sad stories that I keep getting on my TikTok. So I started yes. with funny ones and I started getting more funny videos. But over on Instagram, I'm just kind of relying on the algorithm to show me people that I like. And so I'm not liking stuff. And I think, yes. And I'm just like, dang, that's kind of messed up because like, I do like this stuff, but why, why don't I like the photo? Can I take two seconds to do that? But I don't think I'm yeah. like in the like minority here. I think a lot of people are doing that now. We do. And then yeah. too, on Instagram, the like button is kind of like hidden amongst all yeah. the other stuff at the bottom on reels. I don't know if you've noticed this, but yeah. like, on a picture on Instagram, the like button is very clear. It's like right under the photo right there. But when you're looking at a reel and the the video is behind the like button, it's hard to see. Yeah. Not just that. If you don't want the, the sound to pop up, you don't want to touch the screen. Like if you're not like looking at, like if you just don't have the sound on or I don't know, what is it? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But if you don't want to like click on the actual thing, you don't want to press. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but I don't yes. like <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like all of these things considered. I try not to take everything personally because of that, because I'm that I am that person that will genuinely like what I'm watching and not take a second to like it because I don't want to double tap. Like, how lazy is that? I need to start doing that yes <laughs> it happens and our attention spans are short yes yes so just you know to wrap I guess to say all of that in, in one little sentence it's like let's not let social media you know determine our worth which is hard but especially when you work so hard on the content you know but it's okay it's just social media and I just love the idea of taking a step back and not letting social media kind of run your life to, and just avoiding, you know, avoiding that burnout and being able to say, Hey, maybe I'm going to post something every day, but I'm only going to spend that, you know, few minutes liking my friends things, posting my things and I'm going to go on with my life because it's not the whole center of my life. <laughs> Absolutely. And finding that balance can be hard, but I think it's really worth it because we don't want to put more, you know, worth on it than what it actually like weighs in our life. We don't want to be living our lives just for social media. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember back, I would say back in the day, again, you guys, I swear, take a shot every time um, I say that. But <laughs> when Instagram first started, you know, first came out, I used it obviously solely for posting pictures of myself just to share with friends, like before I even had a planner account. And I remember I also like to post a lot of stuff personally as well like where I was going and what I was doing what I was eating who I was with and all of these things and I actually don't have a personal personal Instagram anymore because I felt like man I'm sharing so much of what I'm doing personally like I feel like I have to share every single moment and um I don't want like I don't really want that like I don't want to like want to be in the moment so it's been years since I've had a personal Instagram and I've only had my planner Instagram but it was so much easier back then too because there wasn't all of these like different ways that you could post it was like you either post a picture and that was it you posted a picture and you moved on that was it <laughs> you moved on like it was nothing and now you have these reels and these lives and these stories and these now we have notes and it's like a little bit overwhelming, I must say, you know? It definitely can be. And I think that, you know, back in the day, it was like, maybe we'll, but now I'm saying back in the day, <laughs> but back in the day, we would maybe have like a filter, but now it's like photo editing and yeah. making sure that the photo was like crisp. Like I found myself, I was about to post a video on my stories and then like the quality wasn't good. I started yeah. noticing it was grainy. So then I cleaned my phone, right? To try to see like, is it my camera? Is it my connection? Like what's happening? Right. I couldn't figure it out, but it looked so grainy that I said, forget it. And I just like moved on to something else. And yeah. it's like, why? I could have still said what I wanted to say, but I wasn't happy with the quality of the video yeah. in my stories. Like we just, we've gotten to a place where we're looking at it really professionally. And I think yeah, there's value in that, like putting out quality content. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. There's value in that. But, like, that was a little bit overthinking it. I could have posted the story. Like, it wasn't that serious. 
Right. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It it feels very kind of like on a professional level. I kind of try to like, you know, ground myself and say, I'm talking, I'm not talking to like one person necessarily. I'm not talking, I'm just talking to people just like me. And I try to ground myself because you can really start to think of social media as like a one-way street where, how do I explain this? Where it feels like you don't realize you're just putting stuff into the universe, but you're actually putting stuff into the universe that people are seeing. And it's really hard you know, when you meet people at these meetups, you realize like, oh, these are the people that are in my community that are seeing my stuff. But if you don't Absolutely. see those people in person, you're like, I'm just putting stuff out into the internet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You are right about that, especially in the pandemic when I wasn't seeing as many people because mm-hmm. Chicago was shut down for like a long time. We were shut down for like a year. People were able to go to work, but like we didn't have restaurants open. We didn't have movie theaters open, nothing. Like it wasn't like in some other states where people yeah. were open like in three or four months, like no, we were close. <laughs> yeah. So I remember we were close from like March of 2020 to July of 2021. Wow. So when you think about that much time, right, of just yeah. like being at home, I started feeling exactly that way. Right. And I remember going to the the go wild and someone yelling across the room, Chloe <laughs> over here. And I'm like, do I know them? And then I remember, no, they follow me on Instagram. <laughs> they're, they're on my YouTube. And she was like, I'm on your YouTube channel. I'm so-and-so. And I recognize her name because she comments quite a bit and engages with my content. I'm like, it's so yeah. amazing to like know that you have like, you're a person. Like yeah. I knew that, but like, <laughs> this is so cool. Like this is a regular person who watches my, my content every week and they feel close to me. They feel like they know who I am. And I yeah. share little tidbits of my personal life on socials. And so it's, you know, when you get to see people in person, like kind of going back to that, it really does make you realize that these are real people. And yes. even if 15 people like your post, you know, this is something that has circulated on Instagram. You know, if 15 people were to see your artwork in a room, right. you would be like, wow, 15 people can't see, look at my artwork in my room. Like, this is so <laughs> cool. Right. But then 15 people like your post, you're like, well, I have this many followers and why don't I have more likes? It's just like, yeah. When you think about it like that, like these are real people who are enjoying your content. 15 people is amazing. Yeah. Thank you, 15 people, for double clicking when you probably didn't want to. Appreciate you. <laughs> yes. Or even like the views, you know, it's okay to yeah. look at the views. Like if I only got 100 likes, but I got 749 views, maybe those people didn't look at it really, but maybe they did. And yeah. this is great. I'm glad that they were able to, you know, be entertained by my content or get a helpful tip from my content, whatever that looks like. Yeah, I like that. And I think that like, for people who maybe are not, how do I say this, there's a lot of people that are that feel very discouraged to post, because they feel like their stuff is not as, I don't know, professional looking, or maybe they don't like the lighting, or they just feel like, oh, no one's gonna like my stuff. Like, just, I think that this conversation really helps to put that at ease, because we're not necessarily trying to look at likes or anything anymore. It's just supposed to be that you're sharing your stuff. And if one person that whole cliche, like if one person likes my thing, you know, but yeah. I don't want you to feel discouraged because that's what's going on right now. That's like kind of like the trend right now where everybody, everything looks professional, but I don't think that's where we're headed. So better I agree. to just post and, and not worry about that following, but maybe just kind of worry about connecting more. Yes. Absolutely. And you might find that some things, right? I think it's good to start with what you have. Yeah. Because you might find that you don't even like doing something. And then you spent all this money on like equipment, right? And it's like, I did all this and I don't even like it. So um, I remember in my first apartment was after me and my husband got married, I had this like board I got from Michael's, like, you know, the little like project board. And I put it on the floor in front of the window. And that's how I would get lighting to take planner photos. And that's what Mm -hmm. started how I started my social media. Now I have like an office with lights and a big desk and like all this stuff. Right. Nothing was more fun than like putting that thing down on the floor (laughs) and using that natural light. I loved it. I loved it. Like it gave my day structure. I was unemployed for a little while Mm -hmm. after I got married. And so like it gave my day some structure. Like it was like, I'm going to wake up and write in my planner and put it on the floor, take this photo. (laughs) And it was, and it was more fun then to be honest than versus now when I have like all these lights to turn on and I'm, you know, trying to really make sure it's a certain quality. And I think that when you simplify things, those are, that's, that's what makes it fun. But also it makes you realize what you do and don't like doing. So I used to do like these elaborate plan with me's on YouTube where I showed the entire process 
Yeah. I cannot stand it. I don't enjoy it. It's not a good time. The editing process takes a really long time when you're making these like intricate step-by-step videos. And so now what I do is I plan in peace. I joke and say like, I just want to plan in peace. I plan Mm -hmm. in peace. I plan in my planner. I have a good time with my stickers and different accessories. And then I go on YouTube and I say, this is what I did. Right. If you don't know how to do it, I might show little tips like, oh, yeah, I cut this washi in half or like whatever little tip is. And yeah. I'll tell people how I did it. I'm not trying to gatekeep, you know, my my little planner tips. But I, I have no interest right now in doing like a full out plan with me, showing you how I decorate, then writing everything and talking at the same time. Yeah. We're going to film some content. I'm going to put it together and do a nice little voiceover. And I hope that you enjoy it. And, it, you know, it, and that's what I got. That's what I got. I got a plan in peace these days. So the more you create content, I guess, it took me like a year to realize I don't like this part. (laughs) I hate it. Like, I don't like this part. And so when you start creating, the sooner you start creating, the sooner you can kind of tailor your content to what you enjoy doing. Because I think joy is a key word here. Like, you shouldn't be creating content you don't enjoy creating. Oh, my God. Yes. So true. So true. I just, this whole conversation, it was like therapy for me, too. So... Thank you. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. I feel I feel the exact same way. It's just yeah. nice to kind of get some of the ideas and things we have in our heads about creating yeah. content about the planner community out. It's just nice yeah. to be able to talk them out. Because we're all we're all kind of the same. I feel like we all kind of are thinking the same thing. It's just really hard to vocalize it and hard to like talk about it because it can be. It's, it's a funny thing to talk about, right? It's like okay, we're talking about posting on Instagram, but it is part of our life, so. It is. It's for some of us daily, weekly, right? Yeah. Um, and so just like you would talk about like a work day or you would talk about, you know, a trip to the doctor's office, like it's similar in that way of like I'm physically creating things on paper and then I'm taking photos of them and then yeah. I'm like having dialogue about them right. on social media. Like it's the whole thing. It's a process. And and so we can kind of minimize it and say like, well, it's just social media. But truly, especially if you make a living on social media, a lot of people are like, yeah content creators part-time or full-time it's 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 a thing and you can really find yourself burnt out just like you can with any job and so I think it is really important to try to look at you know what brings you joy about posting on social media and getting back to the root of it and then setting realistic time restraints I mean like everything has about a certain amount of time right so it's okay to say like I want to spend two hours on Instagram a day and that's it it's okay that's okay I love that (laughs) Well, listen, this entire episode was amazing. I absolutely love talking to you. I want you back on, especially after you have your workshop and brunch, because I want to know all about it. Um, you guys yes. go follow Chloe. She is Chloe Plans on Instagram. Um, you can find everything you need there. I suppose like if you click on, on um, or let me see here. I'm looking at your stuff right now. Yeah, you can go there and find all of her links and you can go to YouTube and Find out if you're in Chicago, like how you can visit this in-person meetup, which if I lived in Chicago, I would be there. <laughs> yes. in Chicago, actually. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for being here. Again, I can't wait to have you on again. And I just appreciated, you know, your vulnerability and your transparency when it comes to all this, because it can be a tough, a tough situation, uh, not situation, but topic to kind of vocalize. So um, I it can be here. Thank you so much for having me. I am a listener of your podcast and I love it. So thanks for having me on. Yay.